Welcome to the Crushing Land Podcast, brought to you by The Land Method. Each week, our host, Jonathan, along with The Land Method team and special guest speakers, will answer your burning questions on land investing or discuss relevant real estate investing strategies and principles. So without further ado, let's get started. Everybody, this is Genus uh, with the Land Method, and uh, today I'm bringing you another episode of Crushing Land. Um, today I want to discuss a topic that's like, kind of been going around in our Facebook group, online, over the phone while I'm having conversations with other students, and that is uh, lower response rates on mailings. Um, yes, uh, it's it's at this time there is lower response rates. Um, I'm averaging anywhere from about one and a half to 5%, depending on the market, what I'm aiming for, things of that nature. Hotter markets, obviously lower. Um, not so hot markets, obviously higher response rates. And, you know, a lot of people out there teach, you know, hey, you're getting lower response rates, send more mail. Well, that is, that, that is possible. Not everybody has the financial capability to be able to do that. So in a case where, say you're sending out 500 letters a week and you're getting 2.5% response rate, you're looking at roughly 13 calls, right? Um, yeah, you can just mail and let the call center take the calls and kind of do all of that, but why not maximize your ability to convert more leads into deals by doing a few of the little things that I'm going to discuss right now, which... Number one is take the calls yourself. I mean, if you're getting 10 to 13 calls a week, 15, 20 calls a week, it's possible that you can take some or the majority of those calls and kind of find out the motivation, kind of build some rapport, find out, you know, if they're just looking for an offer uh, or, and being a tire kicker or if they truly really uh, looking to sell that lot and, you know, asking the proper questions to, to, to dive a little bit deeper to find out what their true motivation is so you can hopefully capitalize and be able to send them an offer that they're gonna accept, right? Um, just because a lot of people give you a number doesn't necessarily mean that that is a, a, a definite number. That's the only way they'll sell is that number. Um, more times than likely, they are willing to um, accept a little less, especially if you kind of you know, do your homework, do the proper due diligence and, and, and are able to present them with an offer that uh, kind of makes sense to them. So um, again, find out what their motivation is. It, it, I'll give you an example. If, if it's someone that, um, let's say, inherited the property, they don't live in the area, you know, and they're like, look, I'm looking to get rid of it. Yes, at that point, I'm going, I'm going to probably offer them a little bit less than, you know, or right around what I would offer anybody else just blindly. Uh, if I'm speaking to someone that's a little bit more educated, knows the area, uh, knows the value of the property, I'm probably going to offer them a little bit more, give them a stronger offer because they know what they're, they know the area, they know what it's worth. And, and obviously I'm still looking to make a dollar off of the lot and trying to maximize the opportunities that I have with the lower response rates, right? So in that case, I'm probably going to offer them a little bit more. Um, another thing is follow-up. Follow-up. 
follow up with these people. You know, if you mail them an offer, follow up after you mail them an offer with the ringless voicemail, with an email, with the text message, um, something that just shows that you're seriously interested in purchasing a lot. Um, and that can help, you know, uh, obviously you convert more of these deals, right? Uh, if they don't respond, um, then you need to have kind of a, a drip campaign or something that's your, that's allowing you to follow back up with these people. Um, whether it be, you know, an, another mailing, whether it be, you know, moving on from the initial, uh, from the initial letter that you sent them to moving on to a text message campaign, a drip campaign or something like that. And, you know, we do have something coming out soon, uh, a CRM that's, that's going to have an all-in-one platform that you're going to be able to do everything right from this CRM. Um, so stay tuned for more details on that in the coming weeks, um, if not sooner. Um, in hotter markets or where properties are valued more, um, just remember the calculator is more of a guide. It's not an end-all be-all. Right. And what I mean by that is I know a lot of the newer people, they kind of take that calculator, they plug the numbers in and, you know, they send offers out. Again, that's just a guide. In hotter markets, you may have to offer more money than what the calculator states at that at that given time. Uh, and that's OK. So in a case like that, for example, a hotter market, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to offer a little bit more money or on higher lot price lots, for example. So $100,000 lot, right? The calculator is going to tell you to offer 50%, 50,000 roughly, or something like that. Whereas I'll go up to 70,000 in, in certain instances, right? If I know it's a hot area, if I know it's truly worth $100,000, I can offer a little bit more so I can still make a dollar. And what I mean by that is um, if Take away what you're looking to make, right? And in this case, I'd probably be looking to make around $15,000 or so, um, you know, on the lot. Some people are okay making five to seven, $8,000. So just take out what you're looking to make. Take out a few thousand for closing costs. I always say 1,500, 2,000. I always round it up just to be on the safe side. Every, case, every state is different. So, you know, for example, Florida is really inexpensive, whereas you go to California, it's really expensive. So there, there's a difference as far as closing costs um, based on what state you're in. Um, so take that into account. And then take into account uh, a, a spread of money for price drops, right? So if it doesn't sell right away, you gotta drop the price. If it doesn't sell, you gotta drop the price. Um, so in this case, at $70,000, I have about $13,000 in price drop enough. And in addition to that, I have my closing costs and then the profit I wanna make. Right, so there's still profit to be made at seventy thousand. Right, it's a much higher percentage than what we would normally offer, but also it's there's still some money to be made on that deal. Right, so just kind of take that into consideration in some of these hotter markets, or if you're sending out offers, you sent fifty offers, haven't even gotten any feedback, then you need to adjust what you're doing. Um, so you always got to be tested and tweaking uh, your business in order to stand out, especially in times when response rates are a little bit lower you know, uh, and things like that. So um, the final tip I'll give you is second offers. I, I know people talk about this a lot, but the reality is, is a very small percentage of people are actually really sending out second offers. 
And this is a huge advantage to those that are doing it because you're going to get leads and more opportunities to convert by sending out that second higher offer, right? And doing it in a timely manner. You don't have to do it every month. You don't have to do it every week, but every quarter, every few months, kind of take all those offers you sent, send them a second offer with a little higher price. Uh, and if you did your research correctly initially, where you know what offer you sent and you know that market is still going up, then obviously you should know, you know what second offer to send. And we do discuss that in the program in the Land Riches Blueprint. So, um, you know, again, go back through the system if you have it. Uh, if you don't, you probably have another land program. They should discuss second offers on there. Uh, and we do have some videos on, on YouTube and things like that, that that may be able to help you with that as well. But the reality is, is taking the calls yourself, if you, if as long as it's not, you know, on a larger scale, if you're sending out 5,000 letters a week, you're probably getting 100 calls or more. At that point, you probably don't have time to do it, right? Um, then don't do it. But on a smaller scale, if you're sending out 500 letters, you're getting 10, 20 calls a week, you need to find the time to be able to follow up with these people. It's very important to stand out in today's market in order to convert more deals. Um, again, the second tip is in hotter markets or where properties are valued higher, you can offer more than what the calculator states, right? You have to adjust to that market. Uh, and then the third tip is second offers. Be a part of that small percentage of people that are doing it. It will change the outcome of, of your real estate investing business, right? So with that being said, um, you know, make sure to stay tuned, stay active in the group, ask questions. And uh, yeah, we look forward to continue to bring you great content. I hope you guys are having a great day. Peace. Thank you listeners for joining in today. Join us again next week for another discussion on all things land. If you have a topic you want discussed, send us an email about it at thelandmethod at gmail.com or use the contact form on our website, thelandmethod.com. Remember to join the Land Method Facebook group as well if you want to be the first to hear this content and be a part of a community that supports each other in our land businesses. Have a great week. Thank you.